Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday, July 10th, 2023. Today is episode 263 of Elijah Fire. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I did... I am trying to think of everything I did. The big thing was that I actually went on a two-day fast, um, which, you know, as far as fasts are concerned, sometimes you have a fast and you're like, whoa, I feel the breakthrough. I don't, um, but I did it out of obedience. So um, that's what's most important. So um, doesn't matter if I can see the fruit in the moment. Let that be a message to someone out there. Sometimes you do things and the Lord asks you to do things and you don't know why. And you may not know why for a couple of years. You may never know why until you get to heaven. But obedience is the important thing. So um, that's what I did over the weekend. I also did a lot of uh, create creative project stuff. Um, and that was, yeah, it was a good weekend though. Good, good weekend. Spent a lot of time with the Lord. Super good. Um, but I'm ready to hit the ground a run in. Uh, Also, if you guys are listening to this on Spotify, make sure to follow the Elijah Fire podcast on Spotify. That'll really help us out. And of course, write an honest review wherever you are listening to this. If you're listening to it in podcast form, that'll really help us out as well. So I think that's it. We have a great show, you guys. Um, Like I said, on Friday at the tail end, um, you know, we just had jennifer martin on recently but we were talking backstage and we were talking about the different ways that god speaks um and i actually mentioned a kind of a cool story about a uh i I found this leaf and it was like there's like a whole story to it but i actually still have the leaf and this is the leaf right here uh i've had it for like 15 years so it's in this journal um which i don't like going back and reading my journals because i think it's kind of embarrassing uh (laughs) but I do them to help myself process. Um, if it's like a dream journal or prophetic word journal, absolutely I do. Again, let me get on my my small soapbox really quick. If you're not documenting uh, very important dreams that you're having from the Lord, you're really, really, really stick with you um, or your prophetic words, start doing that now. It's important to be a good steward. Also to catalog so you can go back. And as you write down those dreams, you start to recall them a lot quicker. And it's crazy because... Even now there's dreams that I could, I could be like, okay, what dreams did I have a year or two years ago? I may be able to remember like one or two, but then when I go and look at my dream journal, because I'm very detailed when I, when I write down my dreams immediately within like the first couple of sentences, I remember everything. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then it's really cool to actually see and go, hold on. Whoa. Like this dream actually makes sense for where I'm at two years later now. And that's always a really cool thing as well. So, um, but yeah. Uh, I don't like reading through my old journals when I'm just like processing stuff, especially this was like from when I was like, it was 15 years ago. So I was 20, early twenties. Uh, I'm yeah, no, don't want to do that to myself. Uh, but, um, everything else. Yeah. But yeah. So I think it was really cool having that little, uh, that leaf in there. I always want to try and keep that and just remember what God spoke to me during that time. So we're going to be talking all about all the ways that God speaks in multifaceted ways, because yes, he does speak through the word. Yes, he does speak through other people like prophets, or um, it doesn't have to be a prophet. It can be a person that has a prophetic word for you. It can be through 
you know, the still small voice, but there are a myriad of other ways that God speaks. And we have this illustrated in scripture as well. So um, my guest today is very excited to talk about this subject. She lit up, dare I say, when we talked about it. So backstage. So uh, I'm very excited to get into this. You guys were in for a real treat. So let's give it up for my guest today. Co-founder of Contagious Love International. Let's give it up for my guest today, Jennifer Martin. Jennifer Martin. Hello. Welcome back. Long time no see. Thank you. Just on. I was three weeks ago. Yeah. Was it three weeks ago? Seriously? It was three weeks ago. I said, hey, to everybody in the chat, they're probably like wondering how I'm on the stream and I'm chatting. Well, I have my phone. And so I, I jumped on the YouTube and said, hey, everybody, I'm waiting backstage. I am so excited to talk about this. This is something I am so passionate about. Yeah. And yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. So has this like hearing God in different ways, multifaceted ways, has that been something that you has always come naturally to you in terms of being able to tell when God's speaking, or has it been a, a process throughout your entire life? Yeah, that's definitely been a process. I think for me, you were just talking about dreams and dreams is a big way that God speaks to me. Mm. Um, through usually their prophetic words for the body of Christ. So when I started doing online ministry and live streams and I did awaken the heart where I was ministering, God would give me a dream days before or that week. And I knew it was the message for the stream. And it happened almost every single week that I would receive a dream. So I'd almost call myself a dream prophet if that's a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but also I prophesy in the moment. So when we're on these live streams, things will come from the Holy Spirit out of me that I'm not even aware that I'm going to say. So one reason why I don't have a lot of notes when I preach is for that reason. Those are called the Nobby prophets. And in the Old Testament, they, they were called Nobby because it means to bubble up. So it comes out of the river of God from the inside. So while we're sleeping, that can happen too. God can bubble up in our dreams and prophesy through dreams. So um, I started seeing an increase in dreams. I've had dreams for decades, um, but I felt that they increased during Awaken the Heart. I see my Awaken the Heart people. Yes, we are. I'm starting it back up. Yes, I am. I took a break because of traveling and ministry and deliverance schools. And you guys already know because all of you show up, most of you show up to the schools. So you know how busy we are. And I'm writing my next book that Jeff and I talked about, about women. It's coming out soon. I've been writing it for a year. So So what is Awakening the Heart? What is that? So that's, we just go live like this and we sit and let Holy Spirit speak and whatever he showed me that week. I'll either prophesy it, but I go by the Holy Spirit. So waves will come. We will worship. We will pray. Prophecy will come. I will minister, encourage, and then pray for the viewers. And, you know, God does whatever he wants to do on that session. If he wants to heal, if he wants to heal trauma, if he wants to do deliverance and do physical healings. And Tootie is one of our, she's a sweet friend. She's come to some of the revival events and schools and she's followed for years on those sessions so she's telling everyone it's awesome there you go you testify awesome. way to go Judy. and yeah it's so it's a powerful time the holy spirit comes and literally i get wrecked jeff the holy spirit will saturate me and i i get taken back because i stop and i'll just weep and weep and weep because the presence of god comes so strong mm. 
And I did that for three years. And my intention is to keep doing it. I was doing it every week, but we got so busy that I yeah. couldn't keep up on Thursdays live streaming because now deliverance took off and the tent revival took off and all the things and the schools and the training and the equipping. But I want you guys to know that it is my intention to start doing this again and finding space. Even if it's twice a month, I'm going to find space because this is important. So Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Love it. So God cool. has spoken in multiple ways, multifaceted ways throughout my life. And I'm excited to encourage people that he's talking when they don't think he is. You know? Yeah. So let's jump into it. Um, I mean, you can start wherever you want. I don't know how linear your notes are here, but I just start talking about it. I mean, like, obviously, like yeah. I listed, I listed the top of the show. There are some very common ways that God speaks to everybody. I would, I would say for the most part, the ones I listed are pretty universal amongst everyone, but then there are unique ways that God can speak to us. Um, you know, that are unique to, I always call it our language, like how, how things make sense to me. So a, a good example of that, even in our dreams, you know, James Gall talks a lot about dream language. There's unique things that something could be bad for some person, but good for another person and all those unique. So that's like, that's kind of the fun part right. too, as you grow with God is actually getting to like, you get these little things that only you and him know the significance of them, you know? And like, that's, that's a really cool thing. Yeah. When that happens. I love that. Yeah. That, it, it makes it so intimate and personal mm -hmm. and God wants to speak to us personal. So even though we can say what something means in a dream, it might mean something to somebody else. So I would love to do a dream. We always get ideas when we're on here, Jeff, but I we would do. love to we do really a dream do. show because a, dr that's something I'm very well versed in. Yeah. Not only have I received dreams for decades, but the way God taught me to interpret the dream, I could really help some people with that. Awesome. But, well, um, I want to yeah. talk more about dreams anyways. And oh you goodness, did a survey funny. and that was one of the things they I'm got. I'm going to share one today, most. actually. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just <laughs> going to say we, we did a we did a survey and, and dreams was one of the main topics picked, which to okay. me, honestly, was just like we already we have a couple of cool ideas of things that we want to do. And um, right. but hitting that topic of dreams. So instantly yeah. approved, Jen, we'll do it. Yeah. We'll do an episode yeah, on dreams. So good. Yeah. yeah. Dreams is just one of the ways God speaks. So today we're going to talk about the multifaceted way God speaks in his voice. And it's not just dreams. It's through many things. It could be through numbers or sounds or songs or, um, things that seem coincidence, but seem to be happening in a pattern all day long or all week long mm -hmm. as you're seeking God in prayer. And if we don't recognize that God speaks in other ways, besides just downloading to our mind, a sentence or a word, or, you know, God speak to me. And what we're wanting God to do is say, go this way, you know, or do this, make this decision on this day, go here at you know, 2 p.m., like we want exact details from the Lord because we don't want to miss it. We don't want to be wrong. We don't want to make mistakes. And I get that. But there's something about the personality of the Holy Spirit and the heart of our Father who wants us to understand the journey of faith. And He will speak in multi ways because He is an artist and He loves to create pictures, He loves to create storylines. So think about, you know, um, 
the way he spoke just think about Jesus, the way he spoke in parables and he told stories. And this is the way God likes to communicate. He likes to create a parabolic situation to get our understanding in line with what he's trying to say. Instead of just specifically speaking to us this thing, he just enjoys the treasure hunt. It's just how he likes to do it. And we can't make him change. Now, will he give us specific information sometimes? Yes, he will. For example, my husband was praying about investing in mutual funds and stocks years ago. And he said, Lord, I don't want to make mistakes. Should I do this? And what should I do? Well, he had a dream that night and he literally heard the name of the stock to invest in that he didn't even know existed. Yeah, he told me that was crazy. It's crazy yeah. wild. And so he knew the Lord had to be speaking. And of course, we've done really well in that stock because the Lord gave us a mystery, a hidden secret, mm -hmm. but he had to speak specifically. Now in that dream, there were still some parables. So many of you are probably familiar with this, how God speaks through the parabolic language. And I want you to remember that every day as you go through your life, that look at the sky, look at the sounds around you. Are What are the birds doing? What is the clouds doing? What is it raining? Is it sunny? Is it what's happening around you? Um, are there signs God, God is pointing your eyes to? Because the way I see it is whatever's in front of me that I notice could be something God is trying to get my attention in. And that's just the way I think it, think through it. Um, but I'm not looking for it. I'm not saying God talk, 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 talk. I'm not doing that. It's more of a God is already in a conversation with me. And then I just see that he is doing something in front of what I already noticed, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. It's not, I'm looking to see him talk. It's he's talking. And if I just pay attention to what my eyes are actually already seeing without even looking for it, and it just comes in front of me through a dream or through a person or through a word or through a number that is repetitive throughout my day, um, you know, things like trucks pulling in front of you and there's a name of a company on it. And it just happens to go with something you were thinking through that day. Like, that is not coincidence, not right. coincidence. God is speaking through this way. So I want to say this. If we're ready and willing to hear the Lord, then he will come and speak to us and he will confirm it through multiple things because this is his way. Mm -hmm. So the Bible tells us that God will confirm a word through the mouth of two or three witnesses. So even if you see something that might confirm to you something that you're praying through and you feel like God's answering you, you need to back yourself up for just a minute and say, hold on, hold on, hold your horses, because the Bible says I need two or three confirmations. So when you get multiple confirmations or a pattern or a repetitive situation that's happening over and over that's pointing to the same idea or the same thing parabolically, then you might could say, okay, God has got to be speaking right here. And it's not in words. It's through pictures and sounds and events and numbers and things like this. So you need to have your heart postured that God could speak to you in multiple ways. 
as well as his word, okay, we are listening to the word of God. Nothing replaces the word of God. Absolutely not. And if anything is contrary to the word of God, throw it out immediately. Yeah. You know that I'm a word girl. My books are full of the word. I My dad went to Oral Roberts University. I grew up in faith, faith, faith. And dad's on here. Say hey to Vincent. Rick. Isn't it Vincent? Rick Vincent. <laughs> yes, Rick Vincent. That's he is right. here. So I'm a faith girl, so I want everybody to know that this is the foundation of my life. Nothing replaces that. We can be assured that the word of God is true for our life, period. Amen. So, uh, but the Lord will speak direction to us through these parabolic ways. So if your heart is ready to hear from him, just don't limit the way he wants to, to yeah. show it to you because mm -hmm. our God has a paintbrush in his hand always. And every morning we wake up, his mercies are new and he's taking that paintbrush and he's painting a picture for us to see and to hear because his heart loves when we discover the treasure that he's hidden for us. Think about when you used to go on Easter egg hunts when you were little and you loved discovering these treasures. This is something from the heart of God. That childlikeness is actually within him. Mm -hmm. He's like those parents that loved hiding the eggs or maybe didn't do Easter egg hunts. Did you go on treasure hunts and you hid things? That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. You hide things for your kids to discover because you love their face when they figure it out. And this is true from the Lord. Mm -hmm. He loves it. So if we have this expectation, I believe we'll actually see more and hear more. Because yeah. our faith is activating and drawing on the heart of God. He's like, my kids are waiting for me to surprise them. Well, I can't let them down. I got to put some surprises yeah. everywhere, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. would say too, in regards to anybody who may be on here, who, who is there um, very, this topic might be a little more uncomfortable for them. Um, the, the appropriate thing, something that's always helped me is even if I've, come across something that's made me uncomfortable is to not immediately write it off, but go, okay, I hear these people talking about this. And, and, and even sometimes I was, I've been really honest with God of saying, God, you know, that this makes me uncomfortable. However, if this is an area that you would like to connect with me on, that's what I want. I want to grow closer with you. I don't want to allow my flesh or my prejudice to get in the way. So Right. If that is you and you plan on sticking around and you're kind of like, I don't know, just, I would say maybe pray that prayer to God. That's good enough, you know? And I've seen God come through multiple times as a result of me just being willing to experience something that I think is uncomfortable. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, my mom jumped on Heidi Marie. Hi mom. Heidi Marie. Oh. I want to say that we need to have an expectation that God wants to speak to us. Yeah. He's our father. And we maybe he, he does want to speak through his word. He absolutely speaks through his word all the time. Mm -hmm. I just love when he speaks to me through the wind too, or yeah, the rain, or, or a bird that is coming in randomly sits in front of me and tweets because I was weeping and crying and saying, God, I love you. And all of a sudden a cardinal lands in front of me and starts tweeting at me. That's the Lord. He's speaking to me that he sees my tears. He hears my cry and he, he doesn't, even though I know it on the inside, he just wants to give me these extra visuals because he is so invested in my heart and it's important to him. So I want to give you a situation where there is an expectation for the Lord to speak. And this is in the word of God. So I want to talk about Elijah and one of the, Elijah was a prophet. We know, and that he heard God, um, 
but he had an expectation that God would speak to him even in a time when it was hard. He needed the Lord to speak. He had run and hidden in a cave. You know, he had been in this war with Jezebel and the prophets, right? Uh And he's run, he's hiding in a cave. He is upset and he needs God to speak to him. But God doesn't make him feel ashamed, doesn't condemn him and say, wow, you're my prophet and you literally called fire down from heaven, which I answered. And now you're running. Like, oh, yeah, you don't think faith. I have enough. Yeah. You don't have enough faith. for me. And God never shames. He knows that every situation is different. And even though we had faith in that situation, guess what, friends? We need faith in the now situation too. Yeah. And sometimes our faith from before helps us, but sometimes we just need a fresh word from the Lord to tell our heart that it's okay. And he's still with us. And he gets that. So with Elijah, the Lord spoke to him. He heard the word of the Lord and he said, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. Now, this is in first Kings 19, 11 through 13. And I'm reading from the Amplified Version. So the Lord is like, Elijah's already hiding in the cave. Okay. And the Lord is like, listen, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord was passing by. And a great and powerful wind was tearing out the mountains and breaking the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, there was a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was the sound of a gentle blowing. When Elijah heard the sound, he wrapped his face in his mantle and he went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. And behold, a voice came to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? (laughs) (laughs) So There's the Lord. Now, here's what I love about this. Elijah was expecting God to come. He wasn't telling God how he could come. He was just waiting on him to come. Mm, And as he waited, there was many distractions. In this situation, very loud distractions. You've got loud wind, breaking rocks off. Rocks are falling off the mountain, people. This is not a calm situation. Uh But the Lord wasn't in this. So we're talking about life, okay? We've got noise and rocks are flying and everything's falling apart in your life. And the wind's blowing and now everything's shaking. Now there's an earthquake. My goodness, was the wind not breaking the mountain apart enough? Now we have to have an earthquake shaking everything. Maybe your house feels like it's shaking, you know, and everything's falling apart. And then you're like, I've had it. That's enough. Like I can't take anymore. And then everything burns down. Now there's a fire and you're like, what on, how much more do I have to walk through? Can I get an amen of some people on here? Yeah. Amen. How many more (laughs) noises and distractions do we have to walk through? Uh But I want to tell you something. It's strengthening you, friend. Mm -hmm. It's strengthening you. But here's the thing. He knew God wasn't in any of that. That's very interesting to me that that didn't make him think that was the Lord when the Lord just said he's going to come and pass by. 
if it was me and I was hiding in a cave and the Lord told me he was about to pass by and then this loud wind came and rocks started falling off the mountain, I would think that was him. Yeah. I just, I mean, you know, yeah. I just think that Honest was him. mistake. Yeah. I mean, and now the earth is shaking. I mean, I might think that's him too. And then there's a fire. And You're like, and then definitely randomly. the fire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, okay, I read about Mount Sinai mm -hmm. and fire on the mountain. Well, this is fire on the mountain. Maybe this is the Lord, you know, yeah. so this is interesting to me when I just stop and think about it, put myself in that situation, you would think, okay, surely this is God, but Elijah didn't come out of the cave. He knew it wasn't the Lord. Why did he, why hmm. did he not think that was the Lord? This is my question. And the only answer is he must've known his voice. Yes. He must've known his voice and he must've yeah. known enough that he knows my God doesn't do that to me. My God doesn't come and terrify me and make me feel like I'm about to die and the rocks are going to fall on me. And now the earthquake and the mountain's going to fall and then I'm going to be burned to death. Like my God does not speak to me this way. Come on, friend. Come mm -hmm. on, friend. Mm -hmm. Our God does not shake everything around us to the point where we can't handle it. Mm -hmm. I just want to say that to you. So some of that is probably not the Lord. The Lord is not in that. It could mm -hmm. be the enemy. Mm -hmm. It's not always the Lord. But when the gentle sound came and let's talk about this for a minute this was not words i need everybody really listening to me this was not words this was the sound of a gentle blowing a gentle wind came a peaceful sound a peaceful wind came and when elijah heard that he knew he wrapped his face in his mantle which is his cloak and then he went out. Now he came forward to hear the Lord because he knew God is in this. This is bringing me peace. This is gentle. This is the fruit of my father. This is how my father speaks. He speaks in peace. He speaks in gentleness to my heart. And I know that that is him. But he did not hear, Elijah, it's me. Yeah. He didn't even hear in a gentle whisper, Elijah, it's me. Come to the edge of the cake. Come out to the front. He didn't do mm -hmm. that. He just, and he heard the gentle wind and yeah. he said, that's my God. And he wrapped his face and he comes out to meet the Lord. And the Lord says, what are you doing here, Elijah? Mm -hmm. So we won't go on with all of the story because you guys can go read it in first Kings 19. That's real good. But this is so important because we can get distracted by multiple things thinking it's all God. Why is this happening? Why is this? Why is this? And maybe it's not because our God speaks peaceably. And I can confirm that through every time for the last 20 years that I've been hearing the Lord very intimately. And I want to be 100% honest. It is rarely a ton of conversation in my mind, which would be amazing if I could just sit, ask God questions, and then he just gives me all the download immediately. This is not our relationship. Maybe it's your relationship with him, but for me, it's not. And we just talked about how, you know, God speaks individually. Right. Um, Jeff, you know, what is your relationship with the Lord? Like, how does he speak to you? Uh, man, uh, several ways. So I would say that God and I do dialogue. Like that's one way that we, okay. ac we actually do like engage. It's not always, but yeah, that's awesome. But something that always really stands out to me in this story with Elijah is that, you know, even if you're like praying and you're seeking God for something and all these crazy things are happening around you, like you were saying, like that, that are life threatening or you know you feel unsafe and 
and saying that God doesn't do that. And, and so I would agree with that. Um, but I was even thinking about kind of another facet to this of like, sometimes when we pray and, and we're like, God, uh, is this the right move? And then someone comes to you and presents themselves, not assuming uh, presenting an opportunity, for example, say you're praying for a new job or you're praying for, to move or you're praying to, you know, whatever. And then the first thing that comes to you, it's very important to not just get yourself on rails and then just to assume that that's God. And that's something that really stood out to me in this story with Elijah is that he knew because he knows God, he knows what he sounds like. And so for me, when I know God speaks, I know, like I will, I'll bet everything on it. Even if it doesn't go my, even if, even if it doesn't go the way I think it's going to go, I know that I know that I know that that was God and illumination can attest to that. When I, when I know something's God, especially when we're praying about the show, I know. And even if it doesn't go the way we'd hoped it would, I knew that it was God. Um, so yeah, I mean, one of the ways obviously is the word, um, I get, I get a lot of pictures, like mini movies that play in my head a lot. Um, prophetic imagery. I get that a lot. Um, I'm also, uh, so I'm very much like a seer feeler. And so I, I definitely feel as well. And so that's another thing, like emotional maturity is very important when you're a feeler to know when it's your flesh and when it's actually something that you're picking up in the spirit. That's another thing that's really important. And that's something you kind of just have to go through. Um, James Gall's a great guy to mm -hmm. read and study. I'm just saying, um, but uh, he's really helped me in that that regard. Um, but yeah, so I would say, you know, definitely that dialogue that back and forth with God, where sometimes I'll get an immediate response from him in my spirit. Mm. Um, and then definitely like seeing mental images. He speaks a lot to me mm -hmm. through, um, movies and music art, like, right. oh yeah, big time. So yeah. All of that. So everybody's individual. So you mm. have more dialogue. I have more of the parabolic speaking, but yeah. also revelatory understanding. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. So for me, when I ask the Lord a question, I might just know the answer. And it's not that I got him. He didn't say to me instruction or spoke to me in a way that taught it to me as with words, but Sometimes I'll ask him and instead of it being dialogue, it would be uh, a spirit of revelation, the counsel of God. I just know, I know my wow. understanding is open supernaturally so cool. and I'll, I'll know that's how I'll get a lot of my messages. It's how I get a lot of revelation from the word as I'm reading and I'm reading. And then I've read that same parable for 20 years. And then all of a sudden I read it and you guys know this probably happens to you all the yeah. time. And then your understanding uh, is just opening and God's like, bang, like yeah. window of revelation. And you're like, oh, how cool. did I never see this? But now I see it. It's because mm -hmm. God is opening the eyes of our understanding. Yeah. It's scriptural. It's literally in the Bible that he would open the eyes of our understanding. So I want to, I'm going to pray for that at the end when we minister to you guys, that your eyes would be open in the spirit mm -hmm. to see the voice of the Lord, the way Elijah knew that the gentle sound was God and that yeah. he was going to hear God when he came to that sound. So I want to say this to you, each one of you, you know, Jeff just told us how he hears. I told you a little bit how I hear. I want to ask you, how does God speak to you right mm -hmm. now that 
maybe it's not in words and God is trying to get information to you, or maybe it is in words. I want you to think about that, but I also want you to not limit the Lord in that he might want to broaden the way that he speaks because he enjoys speaking through pictures and parables and sounds and music. Mm. It's, it's part of his heart. And when he revealed that to me, that it pleases his heart, that I let him speak to me that way, I actually felt the joy. And I said, oh my goodness, because I think about for me, like if I want to write someone a poem Mm -hmm. or if I want to create a song for someone and play it for them, but they're like, you know what? I only need you to text me, you know, or I only, I don't want a song. I just want you to give me words like text me or call me on the phone or write me a letter or something like they have their way of this is the only way I want to be communicated with. But that's not fair to my heart that wanted to express to them Mm. love or kindness through a sound or through music or through a poem or painting them a picture. Mm. You know, your heart takes time. And you love, like, think about when you give somebody a birthday card, you go to the store, you read through all the things. And then that one highlighted to you that this is the one. And I want them to know this from my heart to them. Mm -hmm. And you're so excited about them reading your card. Now, what if they open the card and they're like, meh, you know, they read it and they're just like, thanks for for the gift card though, you know, or thanks for the cash. But they don't even read the card and you wrote some heartfelt message in there. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so this is what we do to God. This is what we do to God. And we mm. don't even know it's not our fault. There's times that he's writing us poems all the time and we don't see it. And he took a lot of time. And so I asked the Lord, always help me to see every time you're speaking to me mm. so that my heart won't miss one moment of your heart wanting yeah. to pour into my life. So friend, how is God whispering through the gentle sounds in your life? Elijah heard the gentle sound and knew it was the Lord. How, what are the gentle sounds around you that you might not hear? I'm going to ask God to open your hearing today. Open your eyes and your hearing to a deeper level where he's written us a beautiful love letter through here. And this word of God is forever. I want you to know that. And he also has though individual things that are not written in here that he wants to tell your heart. He can't Mm -hmm. tell you through the Bible, something like, Hey, when you helped that lady cross the street the other day, that meant a lot to me. He can't tell you that in here. And it's okay for him to tell you something outside of the word. Only a religious spirit will tell you if it's not in the Bible. Don't pay attention. Please, God is forever expanding his word. His word is, it says his word will never pass away. And Jesus is the word. And Jesus is still speaking to us. It's not about basing our life off of it. This is our foundational teaching. But when God speaks to our heart now, this isn't replacing the Bible. It's just allowing God to love us. And that is not wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's going to confirm. Once you know his nature and his character, um, especially as you spend time in the word, that's that's the easiest way to learn his nature and character. Right. As you get to know him, you know when it's him speaking, like because he doesn't contradict it. That's right. the cool part is like this is yes. like the word is the foundation. And so if we spend time, not just in the New Testament, but in the Old Testament as well, yes. same, same God. Same That's God, it's uh, true. Is spending Look at time how cr- creative he is in the Old Testament. Yeah. You're so right. When one other thing I really wanted to point out too is like Jen, I'm sure you can attest to this. 
there are, even though, you know, you asked how God speaks to me, what are the main ways? Those are some of the major ways he speaks to me. However, I always, always, always just leave it open to however he wants to talk to me. Because sometimes right. we, I, I'll get like, oh, this one's new. You know, like I can't think of it. I may think of something during the episode, a, a good example. But um, there are unconventional ways for me in the way he normally talks to me where he does talk to me as well. And, hey, he's God. And as far as I'm concerned, he can speak to me however he wants. Amen. Yeah. So. We don't have to take it immediately, say a lot of things are happening in a pattern or coincidences. And, you know, we don't have to take it immediately as, okay, this is the Lord saying something, but could you at least take it and, and stick it in your back pocket for a minute and then just don't disregard it that this has happened, this has happened, this has happened. And then if the Lord continues that pattern, just maybe all these coincidences are the gentle sound of his voice. Speaking through that, but not words. So this is his voice. This is his voice. This is so. Here's some examples that I just wrote down, and I think we already talked about it. That the Lord speaks through songs, and I saw some of you putting. I see your comments, and I want you to keep commenting. How does the Lord speak through you? Because this is fascinating. Mm -hmm. I love it. Guys are also seeing this as well. So storms, a storm could be coming through, and it just speaks to your heart, like you're watching the lightning and you're just thinking of the throne room of God and you have a encounter with the Lord because there's lightning in the sky. That's not wrong. I do that all the time. The sunshine, the sun, you're praying about something. And then the sun comes through the clouds and the rays, like do this beautiful display. And you just said something to the Lord that was amazing. And then your eyes see the the clouds part and the sun rays come and you know, God, you hear me. You're talking to me. This is beautiful. He might come through the rain. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. For me, rain is a very big deal Mm. connected to revival. And I'll tell you about that in a minute. So hang on. I'm going to tell you about the revival dream and the revival we're in that is not stopped. Um, Clouds, you know, they could be in different forms or shapes that speak to your heart. The animals, animals can come up to you randomly out of nowhere and minister to your heart. And this is God's heart too. Numbers, you know, you might see four, four everywhere you go. Well, what does that mean? Four is the number for door. So a four, four everywhere would mean double doors, which means an opening double doors open up and that God is opening up things to you in your life. That something is about to open where the doors have been closed. Something's about to open. Um, colors, every color means something to the Lord's heart. And that is very specific, which we could go over in dreams, or you could go over in dreams with somebody that knows about what colors represent. It's powerful dreams. Um, people saying confirmations that, you know, is not a coincidence. So you were having a conversation with the Lord, you know, and you go somewhere and listen to someone preaching and they are literally preaching what you just talked about with your friend. Oh yeah. And you're many times. That's not a coincidence. You know, Mm -hmm. it's the spirit of God telling you, Hey, I just wanted you to know that you heard me because I knew you were going to come hear this message. And I just wanted to be in on your life. It's not always about that. We're getting something that's going to benefit us in some way other than knowing that God is listening, that he's with us. I think that's his end goal, Jeff, in all of this is that he just wants to say, hey, I see you. Mm. I hear you. Yeah. I love you. 
And this isn't about starting a business on the revelation I just gave you or whatever. You know, like we always want to say, well, what's the goal? What's the purpose? Why, why are you telling me this? I just want you to know. Mm -hmm. He just wants us to know. He loves us. He loves to talk to us and all the things. He is so into relationship with us. This is literally the desire of his heart. This is why he sent Jesus. This is the whole point of being alive is to know him. So guys, I just want you to just in, just let that saturate you. Let it just take over everything that God wants to speak to you in every moment of your life because he loves you, your heart. It's not always about everyone else or what you're called to do or who you're called to go to. And I know that's part of our life and we are called and we are going to go to people. But if we don't receive his love first, there's no way we can understand who he is or his voice or be able to explain to others who he is if we haven't spent time and just enjoyed our life with him. So mm -hmm. I really want to encourage you to be selfish in that area. <laughs> yeah. Well, something I want to go Spend back to. Yeah, yeah, I want to something I want to go back to really quick uh, is something that you said, and it's it's that God is always speaking, and I one hundred percent agree. I know a lot of people would as well. It's it's not about like okay, God, you can start talking. It's to me, it's even like I've even gone through seasons, and honestly, right now, Jen, like I've been in this season for a couple of months where it's like if if I can kind of use the analogy of like you know, a radio tuner and you're tuning to the frequency that God's speaking on and then you get to it and then he moves again and then you have to tune again and then he moves again and then I have to tune it. Down. Like that's actually the state, the phase I've been in. And I think if you let yourself be driven by your, your, your flesh, you can get frustrated and think you're doing something wrong when I'm like, no, like realizing very quickly, I realized I'm like, He's doing like, he's like, he's very clearly leading myself and Lauren somewhere. And we have to keep tuning this thing to his voice. And then all of a sudden he's like, all of a sudden it's staticky again. And I'm like, okay, uh, okay, let's go. Let's, 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 let's keep tuning. Let's okay. There it is again. Okay. It's static again. You know, so for us, it's been, we've been in that process. So if any of you also are in that, that season, that's okay. Like it, it all it's doing is strengthening your assurance and knowing his voice. And every single time we tune to the right frequency, it just makes you that much more sure and that much stronger. And that, yeah. So let that be encouragement to somebody out there. I'm going through it too. That's right. He's yeah. always going to keep us dependent on him. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter where you get in your life. It doesn't matter how long you've walked with him. He's going to make sure that you have to stay dependent yeah. on him every second. So let's yeah. take the example of the Israelites in the desert for 40 years. And there was no schedule of, okay, guys, so we're going to sit for three days. Then we're going to get up and move for three days. And we're going to sit for three days. Mm -hmm. They never knew when they would have to pack up their tents yeah. and start going. They only knew this. When the cloud starts moving, we're to pack our tents and follow the cloud. And at night, if that fire starts moving, we're to pack our tents and follow the fire. They were not told by the Lord how many days it would be, how many years. <laughs> they were not told anything other than follow me. Follow the cloud, follow the fire. And I want to say this, friends, it's never going to change. We are going to follow the cloud and follow the fire for the rest of our life. And he can move any way he wants. He can 
He can tell us where to go anytime he wants. He can say, move here, move there, do this, do that. And if we're so in love with him that we have no agenda, we can easily do it because we have not staked our root into that ground and yeah. dug in our heels to the point yeah. where we would tell God, no, mm. this is where I am going to be now. And that needs to be for everything in your life, for your family, for your job, for your home, for your ministries, for your Whatever you're doing for your businesses, if you will have it set up where you're following the cloud and you're following the fire and you're not so determined to have it your way, you're going to live a very peaceable life mm. and it's going to be beautiful. So I want to say pay attention to where God is moving around you to speak to you that maybe it's time to follow the cloud. Maybe it's time to follow the fire, but either way, he's going to keep you dependent on him and his voice because it's about faith and he wants to be our father. So it's always going to come back to that. It's always going to be a journey. It's always going to be a discovery. You're not going to get out of that. You're not going to get to a place where everything's settled and then you don't need to hear from God for 30 years. Not going to happen. So go ahead and get used to keep feeling, keep walking with him this way. This is his heart. This is a desire. You're right in the middle of his will when you're doing this. Mm. So I want to tell a story real quick, if that's okay. Absolutely. Um, I have a picture of the tent revival. Some of you know, it. I don't know if it's going to translate onto the camera, but yeah, because of my lights, because of my lights, I'm going to try to put it down. So here we go. So there is some of the hay that we put on the ground. I literally have it in the frame and there's a little old tent. That's where it started out on the land. And the way what the reason I'm bringing this into this conversation is because I had never planned to do a tent revival. I had never planned to continue day after day, week after week. And now doing what I'm doing today, I would have never thought that I'd be doing deliverance schools with a team of women traveling all over America, doing revivals and tent revivals. Now um, would have never thought it wasn't my plan, but I was following the cloud was following the fire. And I just knew I was right on his track. I knew I was following him. So we, the day we said, maybe we should do a tent revival. I think I told this on here. Mundy and I received a large donation to our ministry, like nothing I'd ever seen before. And I knew that that was confirmation that we were to do the tent revival because it would take that much money. Mm. And I felt the Holy Spirit say, even though I didn't hear it, but I felt and I knew and I had the impression, there's your tent money. Mm. And Sweet. I was like, let's go. If this is what you want, God, I don't care. Let's go. He just, all he has to do is tell me what he wants. And then I want it too. <laughs> whatever he wants, I want it too. I don't have wants outside of that. I'm literally dead to wants. I, my wants are his wants. Like literally I'm addicted to him. <laughs> Whatever he wants, let's go. So he gave us the money. He gave us the favor and the things that happened for that tent to come about. We could, ha we would have to do one to two sessions just to talk about what happened for that thing to be birthed. Wow. The enemy was raging mad, oh, but sure. could not stop anything that happened. And so it was getting the time where um, I was like, Lord, I mean, this seems like you want this, but this seems like really hard, but things are working out and I want to do this, but you know, and I'm talking to him and I'm pulling out from the tent. And this is literally maybe the day before we start, I'm pulling out from the tent and pull behind a car and the car in front of me has a, a license plate. And on it, it says 
by faith. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> by faith. And the glory of God hit me. And I felt the Holy Spirit say to me, I want you to do this thing by faith and watch what happens. And I threw my hands up in the air again, as I did so many times before. I said, okay, I'm there. I'm with you. I'm ready. And so the revival started at this tent that I'm still in today and the anointing of deliverance where demons are manifesting, people's bodies are being physically healed and trauma is coming out of bodies. But it started there at a little tent with a small amount of people on that Sunday night. Maybe we had, gosh, maybe 30 to 50 people showed up that Sunday night. I don't know. Maybe there's more, but it certainly wasn't more than 100 and the deliverance anointing poured out. And one of the heaviest anointings I ever felt the Holy Spirit pour out, poured out that night. And I knew something was different. Mm. I knew God was doing something, but I didn't know the agenda of heaven. I didn't know. I didn't have an outline from the Lord of my life. But I knew in that moment, God is speaking. And the way I heard him speak wasn't words. It was the anointing came so strong that I knew he was saying, this is what I want. Just the presence of God was testifying to me that this is what I want. And the demons are screaming out and people are screaming out. And then joy is busting out all over the tent. And there is a move of the Holy Spirit that I had not seen in our meetings. And I knew God is speaking. So that was the gentle sound to me that God is saying, I am starting something. And I knew it was a big deal. So at that tent, it rained. It rained during the first four days. And who knows? You don't want rain at a tent revival. You don't want mud. You don't want people's cars getting stuck, which happened. But apparently the Lord didn't care about any of that because he needed to testify about something. Hmm. He needed to show me something. And he had to make it rain because in 2017, four years before the tent revival, I had a dream. I had a dream that worshipers were standing in a field and that they were worshiping God with no sound. So this actually goes along with what we're talking about today, Jeff, because in the dream, nobody was singing, nobody was praying, but everyone was worshiping. How did I know? I could feel it. Hmm. I could feel it. There was no sound. There was an atmosphere of adoration like I had never experienced. And every face, there were thousands of people and every face was lifted to the Lord. And I could see the father's face in the spirit looking down at this field of worshipers. And he was so happy because they were, their whole heart and their whole being was being expressed to him without sound. Um. So no words. So here again, I'm talking about how we can talk to the Lord without words. We can talk to him in the spirit and in our heart and adoration without words or sound. Maybe we have a gentle sound to the ear of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so as this happened, it began to rain. It began to pour rain. Like I couldn't even see the field now because in front of my face, there's so much rain. And when the rain happened, the spirit of prophecy came on me in the dream. And I began to scream and prophesy over the people. This rain is a sign that God has heard us and he's sending revival to America. 
And I've talked about this here before. I've also written all of this down in my book that most of you have. So this is Awaken the Dark Horse Prophet, which is a dream, by the way, guys, about the prophecy about the revival and the dark horses, which are basically the unknown ones, the hidden ones throughout the earth, mm -hmm. that God's children that he is using, that the anointing is coming on and they are running and you can't stop them and they're bringing revival. And that is a dream I had in 2018 after the revival rain dream. Okay. So the dream is in there to the totality of the dream. Now in the dream, there was more things that happened, but I'm not going to go into that. The point is the rain is a sign that God has heard us and he's sending revival to America. Okay. This is 2017. I haven't even started my awake in the hearts yet. Jeff, I'm literally saying to the Lord, why are you giving me a dream and telling me revival's coming to America? I don't even have anybody that listens to me. Well, and also like that was <laughs> even before to, to the credit of even just what you heard. 2017, people were talking about revival, but it really get, got to a fever pitch. Like I would say 2019 and then especially in 2020, especially right. once we hit 2020. That's when I heard like a cacophony of voices, you know, talking about it. But 2017, mm -hmm. not as much. I mean, people were talking right. about it, but not as much. Right. So I said, what, what am I supposed to even do with this? You know, and in the dream, it was nighttime, guys. Mm. And that didn't make any sense because who stands out in a field at night with no lights? And they were all dressed in black. And they all had black umbrellas before it started raining. So to me, if you think about that, you think about depression, mourning, somebody died, you know, everybody's in black. Are we at a funeral? Like, or ninjas. Or ninjas. You know, and we're silent. Now get this. So looking back after 2020, ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> I, after 2020 hit, I was like, okay, literally God was showing me in 2017, the season that was going to come to the church. And that's, that's, we were going to have to go outside. We would have to be quiet. Cause that's what they told everybody to do. Yeah. Stop talking, stop worshiping, go outside. You can't meet in your buildings anymore. And it was nighttime and we're mm -hmm. in black because it was hard. It was a hard season. People mm -hmm. were mourning. The church was mourning what was happening in 2020. And it was nighttime because it was dark. Yeah. 2020 was dark. Yeah. And wow. I realized yeah. God was telling me about 2020 coming in 2017. Now, why does all this matter? It's exciting. God was talking to us and telling us revival's coming. I don't care that 2020 is coming. I'm telling you that I'm coming <laughs> and revival is coming. And don't you worry. So after the dream, after that scene, there was another scene after it. There was a few scenes, but I'm going to skip to the end where it was bright and sunny outside and the revival had already come. And I knew it in the dream. It was bright and sunny. I was outside and I was ecstatically happy because the revival had come and people were talking about it. And literally we are in it now. We are so in it. And the Lord wanted to encourage us guys. Revival is coming. So when the rain came on Saturday at that four day tent revival, I knew it was the Lord because when I pulled up on the property, guess what I saw? Anybody guess what I saw that I saw in my dream? Go ahead and guess in the comments. It's raining. People I'm in black. Holding what? Wait, what were sorry, they what? holding? Umbrellas? They were holding. Yep. They were holding black umbrellas. Wow. Like 
multiple people holding it. Wow. And I'm looking at rain. I'm driving my Jeep, which do you want to know something really weird, guys? I'm going to tell you something really weird that happened. This will push your little uh, listening to the gentle sound of the Lord. Okay. So I'm driving in the pouring down rain to the tent while I'm on the interstate. My car starts to beep, beep, beep. And I look down and my tire pressure changes numbers. And it changes to five, five. It literally flashes the top right tire flashes five, 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 five. Then it goes back off and goes back to the regular pressure of 37 or whatever it was, right? If you have your little tire pressure thing, you guys know what I'm talking about in your mm -hmm. car. Now, why does that matter? The date of my dream was five, five, Dude. <laughs> five, five, 2017. Dude. Now I didn't put that together at the moment. All I could think of my tires going flat. Like I wasn't even, I wasn't connecting the gentle sound of the Lord talking to me. It's pouring down rain five, 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 five. And now I pull up to the tent and I I'm thinking five, five. Okay. What is weird? I need to check my tire. I pull over, I check my tire. It's fine. I get back in. The tire is normal. The pressure is normal. I'm driving to the thing going, that's never happened in my car. I've had my car for years. It's never done that, hmm. number one. So it's not like it's some weird thing that randomly right. happens and it just happened to do well, this Well, also number. the fact that it happened then, right? Right. Yeah. So I pull up, it's pouring down rain, people are holding black umbrellas and the Holy Ghost hits me and he goes, this is your dream. And that was the day before the anointing hit on Sunday. Wow. This was Saturday yeah. night, Jeff. And then Sunday comes and the anointing comes and the Lord wanted me to know and I'm going to cry right now. He wanted me to know. <laughs> He wanted me to know yeah. he was coming. He was coming. He was coming. This was the gentle sound. This was the, this was the Lord speaking before he was going to come and speak very loud that he was testifying that he was sending the anointing that I was going to carry revival. I thought I was going to prophesy about revival. I was comfortable prophesying about what God was doing in the church. I didn't know he was going to call me to be part of it and lead it. That was a whole nother like situation and place I wasn't even prepared for. But when God calls you to something, can you follow the cloud and follow the fire anyways? If it makes you feel uncomfortable, it's not your agenda. Maybe it wasn't even anything God showed you, but the pieces start coming together. And mm -hmm. now he opens the eyes of your understanding and wow. he shows you, this is my will for yeah. you. And so it started coming together and I realized it. And so since I had that dream, I want to say this. Since I had that dream in 2017, my husband and I spoke at a few events every year, mostly him, but I would go once or twice a year because the kids were little. So in 2018 and 2019 up to 2020, I was traveling a little bit with him. Now on every trip we went on, the ones that I went on when we drove or flew or anything that we did, it rained every single time. Wow. And one of the first times that I drove it was a meeting in Kansas and it was when um, it was in the, it was in the middle of Kansas, almost in the middle of America, actually. Kansas is very central, the central part of America. And it rained for 11 hours straight while we drove. And I knew that God was overemphasizing <laughs> the blessing of the rain signifying to revival. And I knew it. I knew he was speaking and it was so hard that we couldn't even drive. And I said, I was like, listen, 
this is enough. I get it. I get it. I need the rain to stop so we can get there like before, you know, tomorrow morning because it was so hard. You had to drive slower. And so, but I was laughing and I could feel the joy of the Lord because I knew he was, it did not stop raining. I'm not, I'm, I am not kidding for, and we were driving from Tennessee to Kansas. So it wasn't like we were under one cloud. This was a large rainstorm that happened to be raining the entire way for 12 hours of driving across America. I was like, how possible is that, that we got no break, not even one second of a sprinkle. It was downpour for 12 hours. I'm not exaggerating. Wow. Not even the least. And I remember thinking, this is ridiculous. Why God, is this you've not made stopping? your point. <laughs> I was yeah. literally thinking, why is it raining this much? I was, but I was starting to get the point. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. Okay, so this is a whole lot of God speaking that for six years, since 2017, I've had God speaking to me through rain. And my team can testify because they've actually said, you know what? We need to have a talk about this whole rain thing because we'd like some sunshine. <laughs> they can testify that every revival event we've done, it has downpoured rain. Yeah. God the bless day you guys. <laughs> the day before, right? And my, and, and my sisters are from California, like half the team's from California. And they're like, listen. We have nice weather in California. It needs to be. Anyways, we have fun joking about it. Yeah. But I said, well, God has to testify that revival is coming. And so the rain comes to testify to me again and again, not because everyone else needs to know, but because my heart needs to know that when I go somewhere, God is saying he's with me, that revival is with me, that revival is going to come no matter what earthquakes or loud thunderings or loud wind has been active in my life or the enemy trying to create warfare around me that tries to get me off my you know, foundation or tries to get me shaken up because that's what he does. And then the Lord comes and he speaks in a gentle sound. And he goes, I'm still here. I'm still with you. No matter what else happens, I'm here. And he will testify to that. So it's been six years, Jeff, of rain before every event. And I haven't really talked about it a lot, but I think at this point, I just, mm. I just want to say it because it's like, it's astounding. Yeah. And this is a way you can look for things happening, guys, that God is speaking undeniably in your life when he is confirming like that. So my, my confirmations came when I talked about getting two or three confirmations, yeah. it came. It came for six years. Um, yeah. So yeah. Well, and what's some else. ways that God's doing that for you guys? I yeah. Too. Well, and I think the big takeaway too, from, from like that whole experience over the course of several years, starting with the dream in 2017 and then fast forwarding three years and the confirmation of that are four years. Cause there's 2021, right? Yeah. Right. Um, the revival started. Yes. Right. But it it's it can be very if we're not careful it can be very easy to give in to when we see an isolated uh ingredient right mm -hmm. um we know that everything god does he's doing something right it's not just he doesn't just do things arbitrarily just kind of like ah whatever i don't know i was kind of winging it there um mm -hmm. but he will confirm it and the amazing thing is that he let he left a series number one the dream but then a series of other things and they continued to confirm those things and who doesn't love a movie or a show 
where there's all these little bits and pieces maybe throughout the season or throughout the episode mm-hmm. or throughout the movie. And at the end, you see all the pieces come together and you're like, oh, whoa, um, we love that. I would that. never we figured love, that out. Yeah, we love <laughs> that, right? And then you can go yes. back, then you want to go back through and like see all the little pieces and go, oh, I see it now. I totally see it. And we do the same thing when God will do it, even when we don't even recognize we're, we're acknowledging the little clues, but then we see God do break breakthrough fulfillment of a word whatever it is show up in a big way and then we go back and we go it's like re-watching the movie or the show and being like oh in the dream the dream from 2017 check it out oh my tire pressure right. oh you know like all that stuff yes it, that's what's so amazing about god and he's doing that with every single one of us it's not isolated to jennifer martin it's not isolated right. to jeff tharp or someone else yeah. it's every single one of us and so Sometimes we're in the middle of it, though, where you see God do these little tiny things or he gives you a a profound dream or profound prophetic word and you you catalog that um, and then it doesn't seem like anything comes of it. That's why, guys, it's so important to to catalog this stuff, because it helps it stay in here. And also your spirit man remembers, too. But having that catalog somewhere so that when you go back you can actually see these details and all it does is like increases your desire to worship it just right totally puts you in yes. awe of how amazing he is because yes. you know we're so we can get so narrow focused on certain things and and even something that god is doing satan can come in and be like you know try and steer you away even in that thing that god was doing in your life um right. so that's why it's so important to just hold fast to the ways God speaks, what his voice sounds like. So important. This dream that I had in the dark horse, if you've read this guys, please tell everyone else about it. You guys testify about the book, but this dream. (laughs) Okay. So when I wrote the dream down, I just want to say this. I did not understand what it meant. I recorded it because I thought if there's something important, God's trying to say to me, I need to have the details and then I'm going to process it. It -hmm. took me three weeks of praying about that dream to get the full download. And even then I only got the front download. There was more that came every year. And even now I'm still getting revelation on this dream. And I've had so many dreams. I have books and books filled with my dreams. Now I do record them and keep them um, because there are specific dreams in your life that God is highlighting your calling and and things to your heart that you need to remember. And it's in times when it's hard guys and the earthquakes are there and the winds there and you're looking for God's voice and you can't hear the gentle sound of what he's speaking. You can go back and reread your dreams and refresh your heart of remembering how God was there and he spoke. And I've done this and then God will open my understanding while I'm reading the dream and show me something else because when your heart is seeking him and you're in the middle of looking for his gentle sound, you're looking for the voice, you're looking for the whisper. Sometimes you're like, God, where are you? And you're looking for his whisper. When you're in that active seeking place, he will see you and he will answer. He will give your heart something. He's not going to leave you. He'll give your heart something, even if you don't have the whole picture. So yesterday, I actually, Jeff, got a download for the last chapter of my book yesterday that that came from first of all it was revelatory and then god reminded me of a dream i had in 2010 
that I thought I already figured out, by the See way. See what I mean, guys? See what I mean? And then said, and yeah, that's for now. And I was yeah. like, oh my goodness. I literally thought it was for, that dream was five years ago. And then I thought it was five years before that. But it's now too. Because God speaks multifaceted, mm-hmm. multifolded. Mm-hmm. He can, it can speak to that season. And then it can speak to your next season, the next. But what happened in my dream, I'm literally, is unfolding in my book. And I'm writing about You'll understand when I when you read the last chapter of my book. It is phenomenal. I literally the whole day, the whole morning, I'm getting this revelation. And I'm sitting there going, <laughs> like literally, I can't even. Like, it this is, is so amazing. amazing. Yeah, just, it is. Yeah. It's so amazing. I couldn't keep up, and I was putting. I got my iPhone and I started making notes because at least if I can get notes, then I can mm-hmm. collect it later. And I'm like, oh, like what? So cool your eyes are open and then you see, and I hadn't had the last chapter of my book, Jeff, I'd literally been sitting trying to finish my book and no download for the last chapter because I won't do it. I won't force a message. I will not. Uh The Holy spirit has to drop it and tell me, this is what I want you to write about. And so I haven't had it. I haven't had it. And I've literally been writing the book for a year and I'm on chapter eight and I'm like, I mean, chapter nine, you know, Uh I'm almost to the end of chapter eight. I have no revelation for chapter nine. God, what do you want? But I'm waiting. For the cloud, my tent is up. I'm writing. I'm waiting to watch the cloud move. I'm waiting for the fire of the pillar. I don't mm. move until he moves. So and then important. yesterday morning, he drops a revelation and says this. This is the last chapter of your book. And I was like, let's go. Thank wow. you. Amen. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, and I think you didn't okay give in to the maybe, maybe you had, you know, struggles or, you know, or thoughts of comparison of like, man, this so-and-so, like I was talking to them, you know, six months ago, they said they were going to write a book and they're already releasing it. I don't know how long it takes to write books, but that does happen. And and I think the, the important thing is you didn't move until God moved. And it can be very easy if we're not careful to allow ourselves to move because other people are moving. Mm, mm, Who are mm, you following? Mm-hmm. Right? right, 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 right. Man. The whole thing's coming out about women right now, Jeff. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know what I told myself? Well, I missed the window. Everybody else has already got the thing about women out there. But I want to say, just to give my heart some peace, it's okay. Even if we miss little windows, it doesn't make it invalid of what we're saying. Right. So when I started writing the book, it was March, 2022. So it was actually a year before all the stuff came out about women these last few months. That's kind of been highlighted. Not that we haven't been talking about women in ministry for decades. Okay. Right. But there's been an emphasis, right? There's all this emphasis because the Holy Spirit's doing something. Mm-hmm. I really believe my book is going to give another piece to that. I'm not going to say it's the whole piece because it's not. Every member plays their part and everybody has a piece to the revelation. This is God's way so that nobody gets all lifted up in pride. Like I've right. got all the answers mm-hmm. because it's not true. But it is a piece to the puzzle of why women are being highlighted right now. And I really want to encourage people to read it because what is coming to me is a, a beautiful download by the Holy Spirit that he allowed me to see full of the word, full of scripture. I mean, it is based on sound doctrine. Um, so you're going to really enjoy it. Um, it's very important, though, to not beat yourself up. If you miss a season yeah. and know that it's okay and God knows and he's still with you and he is speaking. So right. I and want let's to be encourage honest. you guys. Let's be honest yeah. though, Jen, like I, especially if you're following the Lord and say you do miss a season, 
were yeah. not that powerful to derail his pr- plans and purposes. <laughs> you know, yeah. I've been like, writing about it in the season while it's been happening. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. I've been writing, but what I wrote is not from anyone else. So that's one thing that's important to my heart that people mm. wouldn't think, Oh, you're writing that because you saw this person do that. And that's not true. Well, we it's, also have documentation just because right. you've been on Elijah fire talking about yes. it. You know, so. yeah, it's all but you guys know my heart, all of yeah. you know my heart, but I want to say this. Um, this is a powerful time of revival. This is, I'm telling you, it's all hands on deck. Everybody is here to be used by the Lord. And God is increasing in his voice and his speaking because of the time that we're in. Mm -hmm. And it's important for us all to not turn off the ways that God wants to speak. And I want to confirm and, and back up what Jeff is saying about recording. That's how this whole session started. So I think God is calling a lot of you to action to record your dreams now, it doesn't have to be handwritten or record the random things that happen. Like I looked up and there were six birds flying in the air and I just felt like God was saying something. You can just write these encounters down. Nobody's going to get in trouble with the Lord for believing that he's talking to them. OK, right. so let's just give ourselves some grace and let's write these things down. Let's let's keep our journals. Let's because you can go back to it. And then remember, something else happens in two months and you're like, oh. I saw that two months ago. I wrote that in my journal. And then you go back and you get it and you go with the Lord and it's all awesome uh-huh. and it's fun and it makes your faith spark. So it record your dreams, record your encounters. You don't know how it's going to bring confirmation to your life. Like I said, it took me three weeks with that dream. And now this book is changing people's lives. And yeah. what if I just said, well, that was a great dream. Thanks Lord. Horses right. running like a wave in the ocean. Great. How many times do we do that though? When you would have never thought that it would have turned into a, a book, you know, I like never the, he had to make me write books, Jeff, because I didn't like to write. Yes. Yeah, so and he made that me out. do it. And now you're and doing a, like, your third book, right? Yes. It's yes. the third one. Yeah. It is the hardest thing for me to do. I have to force myself to do it because it's not like a passion for me to write. My passion is this talking, mm-hmm. talking, 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 <laughs> talking, yeah. teaching, praying, prophesying. Yeah. But he literally rebuked me, Jeff, and said, I need you to write that down. I need you to write the book because I need my children to read it. And I need you to do this for me. And I was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because I don't move by what I want. I have to move by what he wants. Right. So I yeah. want to encourage you guys with just a few scriptures. And this is important to me because I think it will encourage you. Um, and in Jeremiah 10, 13, it says, when he utters his voice, there is a tumult, turmoil. I can't say that word. Thank you. (laughs) Of waters in the (laughs) heavens. Okay, let's pause right there. When he utters his voice, there is a... Jeff? Tumult. (laughs) Tumult. Yeah, tumult. Thank you. Let's get a different version next time. There's a tumult of waters. So his voice is connected here to the sound of water. Let's think about that for a minute. And he causes the clouds and the mist to ascend from the end of the earth. He makes lightning for the rain and brings out the wind from his treasuries and from his storehouses. This is all connected to when he utters his voice. Hmm. So voice according to the word of God is not limited to this, what I'm doing speaking words, your language that you speak. That's not what he means by voice here. He's telling us it's water 
it's wind, it's mist, it's lightning, it's rain. Deuteronomy 4.15 says, so pay attention and watch yourselves carefully. For you did not see any form of God on the day the Lord spoke to you at Horeb from the midst of the fire. So here we have God speaking out of fire, but they didn't see God. They didn't see any form of God. So it may not, you may not think it's the form of God is my point, but I want you to pay attention because it could be that he is actually uttering something to you. Uh, Isaiah 30, 21 says, your ears will hear a word behind you. This is the way. Walk in it whenever you turn to the right or to the left. So we have a promise from the word of God that the Lord will show us where to go when we are asking him for it. And sometimes that is through ways we may not know or understand. So I want to pray for that. Mm. For you guys to have this yeah. understanding by the spirit of God. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Amen. Mm-hmm. This is so good. Yeah, this is great. So I good. I love this today. We could go on and on about the Lord speaking. I have so many stories I would love to share. All of these things were coming up in my heart for you guys. But in lieu of time, that is something we can discuss more in another time. But, um, oh, yes. Oh my goodness. That's a good point about Betty White. Somebody's asking the question, what did God show you about Betty White years ago? That is right. He gave me a dream about her and that it was about to be her time. And I had a prophetic dream. It was literally a a couple of years, maybe two or three years before, maybe I'd have to go back and, but here's another example of random strangeness in a dream of the way God speaks parabolically. So I can tell it later, but you can go on to my social medias and just type in Jennifer Martin, Betty White, and you can find all the details about my dream and the word and how God, that was very astounding to me that Mm. the Lord showed that to me. And I'm like, Lord, why did you show it to me? So I started praying for her because I didn't know another reason why God would tell me, Hey, she's about to go. And I need, you know, so I'm, I'm thinking, so for me, it's not like he said, pray for her, but I'm like, okay, you just gave me a dream. What are you saying? Yeah. What are you saying? So I had to interpret it that the Lord's voice giving me that dream was, I need you to know she's about to go and I want you to pray for her soul. And so yeah. I did. And I called the church to pray for her. So we had a whole group of people praying for her um, before she passed away. That was yeah. years. So if you type in, in, even in Google, Jenny, Jennifer Martin, Betty White, your Can you face- find it? Yeah, like literally okay. right first, first, first one at the top is okay. You just yeah, click this was, a Facebook link. That was incredible. I've had a lot of incredible dreams that I have to be honest are astounding to me. Um, of the Lord showing me things, giving me information, but He does it parabolically. I want to stress this a million times. You have to realize that God doesn't speak direct all the time. I don't think it's his favorite way to speak. So when you understand that about him and he gives you these dreams that are random, it could be that he is giving you pieces of a puzzle that speaks a bigger picture. So just don't discard things. I could have discarded that and been like, well, that's weird. I'm dreaming about Betty White. Okay, I'll just pray for her. But I didn't discard it. I said, God is saying something. He's saying something. And I want to find, I want to discover the treasure hidden inside of this dream. 
And my heart's like a little kid, you know, with the Lord. And I just, I love it. It's like, I'm looking for the, the surprise or the hidden, the hidden ending, the mysterious ending of what he's saying. So I want to pray this for you guys, yeah. um, that God will just release this over you. Mm-hmm. Um, that you, is that okay, Jeff? We can oh, pray yeah. now. Absolutely. Is that okay? Okay. Yeah. So father, I just thank you right now. You are so beautiful. We love your voice. We love to hear you. We're just so amazed. My heart is just so amazed every time you speak something. And it's so specific and particular of the way that you want us to know even the the tiniest details about something sometimes. And I just love that you are that involved in our lives and our hearts, what we need and what we desire to know you and you desire to know us. So Lord, I just want to pray, Holy Spirit, that your anointing would come upon all the viewers right now, whether you're watching live right now or whether you're going to watch the replay later. I just pray for the anointing of the Holy Spirit to come on you. And I want to lift off of you. God, this is what I'm asking, that you lift off of them everything the enemy has wrapped around their vision and their ears to stop them from being able to see this clear way that you speak and to remove Lord, all the confusion that the enemy would try to bring in when your voice does speak so that they can't hear you clearly. And it sounds like, like it looks like looking through mud or it, it sounds noisy or staticky and they can't hear what you're saying. God, I'm asking for your grace right now and your mercy, your anointing to come and that you would lay your hand, Holy Spirit, upon every person right now and every single filter and mud layer over their vision. Holy Spirit, you would remove that in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Just ask for your anointing to come and just remove it by your hand. And that I pray right now they would have eyes to see what the Spirit of God is saying. Eyes to see. That's seeing. That's visual. That's not hearing words. See what he's saying. God, give the revelation right now that you speak through sights. You speak through visuals. That anyone that's had a challenge, God, with that, just remove it in Jesus' name. Remove the demonic stuttering so that they can see. And I thank you for that right now. Come, Holy Spirit. Just lay your hand upon their eyes. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I ask now that you put your hands upon their ears that you would give them ears to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying, that they wouldn't hear the voice of the enemy, that I break the power of the enemy and his voice and his tongue, and I cut it off from their ears right now. And I remove the tactics of the enemy that has tried to continually confuse them when they are trying to hear you, Father. I command that to be removed. I speak the anointing. I feel the anointing on my hands. I speak the anointing right now. I want you guys to lay your hands over your ears right now. God is really doing this right now. Mm -hmm. There's an anointing coming right now, and he's going to break off of you 
what mm-hmm. has been over your ears that you couldn't hear him. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, you will hear. You will hear. Your ears will hear a word behind you. Isaiah 30, 21. This is the way. Walk in it. It will be clear for you. You will have a witness in the Holy Spirit. You will know by revelation. You will know by the Spirit of God inside of you the direction of the Lord. I speak that over you. There will never be confusion. I break confusion off of you now in the name of Jesus Christ. And I speak right now that the spirit of wisdom and counsel come upon you in Jesus name, by the spirit of God drop on you and let it be wrapped around your face. The way Elijah wrapped that mantle around his face to hear God. Oh, Jesus. Yes. That the mantle of the Lord, the Holy Spirit's wings would be wrapped around your face when God comes to speak to you, to show you things, to speak to your ears and that you will hear and see clearly in Jesus name. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, Mm -hmm. I pray for that. Every time you want to talk, I pray for the cloak of the Lord to come and wrap around your child. Wrap around your son, wrap around your daughter. I pray for that Holy Spirit that you would come and wrap your wings and there would be in a moment of encounter where it's guarded by the Holy Spirit and the enemy cannot touch. This is real, friends. This this is real. This is a realm you can walk in. The enemy doesn't have to get in and confuse you. You can walk in a place in relationship with the Lord that is clear without confusion. You don't have to worry about, do I go right or do I go left? You'll, you're you're going to feel the, the Lord's direction. And until he speaks to you, you're not going to move because you're not going to make a mistake. You're going to wait until you see the cloud move. You're going to wait until you see the fire move. Don't jump ahead of the Lord. Wait on him. Trust that. I just want to speak a, 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 a renewing of trust, I feel, from the Holy Spirit right now, that that you would trust the Lord. And trust his timing, even when it feels agitating to you to wait that long, that you would trust him anyways when it's hard. Trust his voice. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you, friend. I promise you that. He is faithful. He is just. He is good. And he is going to tell you where to go. And until you see that cloud move or that fire move, or until you see that confirmation from the Lord through the mouth of two or three witnesses, and until you see and hear that gentle sound of the Lord saying, go this way, walk in it, until you know for sure by your spirit, you have permission to wait. Wow. You have permission to plant your feet and say, I'm not going right or left or north or south or any direction until the Holy Spirit tells me. And I want you to know that's okay. God doesn't expect you to keep driving yourself and driving yourself and figure it out as you go and just keep moving and don't stop. It's okay for you to rest. So I give you that permission to rest under his wings. And Lord, I just ask you to impart that again right now, that place of rest and that place of trusting and waiting in Jesus name. Breathe the Lord by your peace. The way you, the way you breathed, that sound in front of that cave and Elijah knew it was you. Now I'm asking for that sound to come and that you breathe on your children and restore that peace in Jesus name. Hmm. He'll deliver set free all the things you want to do. Holy spirit, do it all. There's no limitation. Friends, as you're feeling the Lord moving on you, would you just tell us in the comments so we know? Because we can't see your faces. We can't see what's happening. And we love to see your names and we love to hear 
what you're saying. So please tell us like if you, maybe you got healed in your body, maybe you feel something shifting in your mind. You felt the confusion lift, but you just kind of testify to us what happened. Pains might've left. You might've gotten some deliverance. You might've felt heaviness break off. Would you just let us know? There's a lot of people talking already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I feel the Holy Spirit. You are so sweet, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Fire on her ears. Brianna. Amen. Mel says she felt a shift when we were praying. Amen. Amen. Divine clarity. You receive it. Amen. Tears on the cheeks. Peace. So much peace. Amen. I feel that too, guys. I see a lot of people saying that. Yeah, I felt confusion lift off. See, that's so good. And a lot of you are saying peace. That's something that I really felt to point out is there can be a lot of anxiety, unnecessary anxiety, mm-hmm. about hearing God stepping out. Yeah. The one thing that that's um, the one thing that follows God, there's a lot of things that follow God, but but peace. When God speaks to you, even in the midst of a storm, there's peace. When you know there's something that you're supposed to do, there's peace. And sometimes the enemy can come in and try and hijack something that God is trying to do in in you. And and he gives you something that's peace, but then all of a sudden all these seeds of doubt. But it's so important to to document the things that God says because they're like these stakes in the ground. And, And when God speaks to you, there is peace and there's calm, even in the midst of the storm. So if you're if you're being presented with options right now you guys and you're not feeling that peace and people are telling you you should do this why aren't you doing that why aren't you doing this um like i remember i'll give you a quick story as people are still chiming in um when i was going to get we, my wife and i left missions which was a scary thing cuz that was like our foundation the crazy of missions strangely became a place of comfort for us and I had gotten a, a part-time job and Trader Joe's was going to open up. And I immediately knew, I was like, that is our job. That's my job. It's going to be a good job. You know, as my wife and I are getting married and it's going to be a stable job with great benefits, all this stuff. I just knew, I, I just knew God had spoken to me. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now, back to the show. But it meant mm-hmm. waiting. And I had people saying, what are you doing? You need to do this. You should be doing that. And I knew that mm-hmm. I knew that I knew that I was supposed to just apply for this job and I was going to get it. And there were like 5,000 people that applied for this job because it was like opening in my town. I knew it was mine, though. And it was. And I got it, you know. And so um, don't allow yourself to be swayed. If you know that God has spoken, just stand firm on that. Be kind and compassionate to people 
but um, yeah. I had peace. I had that peace that I'm talking about, even in the midst of all these loved ones coming to me and be like, you should be doing this or that. So, yeah. Amen. I just want to cry right now. I feel the Holy Spirit just, I feel God's heart wanting his kids free from this place of striving, mm. you know, and struggling. Mm. And Christ is simple, guys. Walking with him is simple. I just want to release all of you. I wish I could just give you all a big hug right now and just release <laughs> you from the pressure of everything, religious pressure, you yeah. know, all the pressure the enemy puts on you. And um, I feel the Holy Spirit just, he loves you so much. Please just know that he loves you so much. He just loves you so much. Just let his love just melt your heart today. Nothing else matters. I know the things might be shaking. I know the the lightning might be striking, but you can still breathe in his life and receive restoration of your soul in the midst of all of it. He's still there. He didn't leave Elijah, even though it was hard. He didn't leave Elijah that he was, he was running. He was scared, but God didn't leave him. He was still his son, you know, he doesn't leave us. It just wrecks me. You can look back at your own life and you can see how many times where you didn't even maybe trust him or you didn't know it was going to happen and you were frantic and you were anxious, but he always came through every time and you made it. You lived through it. It passed by. And whatever's going on now in your life, those of you that are struggling, you're, you're going to make it. It's going to yeah. pass by. And the Lord is still going to be with you, even if you're hiding in your cave. And he's still going to speak. He's still going to come in the gentle sounds. And I pray it wrecks your heart that in the midst of where you've lost trust or faith and you have anxiety and panic and you're trying to do it yourself. I pray that God will bombard you with so many different things coming through that gentle sound this week. That it would just wreck your heart. That God, I lost faith. I lost trust. And here you are still talking to me. How do you do that? Who does that? Who just keeps loving somebody that that is not 100% just there for them? You know, and we tend to just let our heart forget who he is. And mm -hmm. I just want, I feel the Lord's heart. I just, I just taken a minute because I want you friends to know that this is from the Holy Spirit to you. Yeah. He really wants you to be at rest and he really wants you to believe that he is there. He is there and he is hearing you and he is coming and he is going to speak. I want you to trust that. I hear him mm. saying it. I want you to trust that mm. and take a deep breath of that. Because if you really believe that, then it doesn't matter how much is pressing in. It can't get into our heart and our spirit when we're so full of him and his peace. So whoever that's for, will you please just let, let us know? Tell me and Jeff that that was for you. Will you please let us know you're speaking to me? Because I feel the Holy Spirit literally softening me. We usually don't go this long, but oh, I usually try yeah. to respect your time. No, it's, it, it's necessary. Ray saying it's speaking to me. Yeah. I can feel it so strong, guys. Mm. He just 
his heart is broken for us that are broken. I want you to know that he, when you are suffering, his heart is so broken over it. He mm. doesn't want us in pain. And all we have to do is reach out to him. He is a good father. We sing about it. We read our Bible about it. We know it to be true in our minds, but our heart's not convinced. So many of you, your heart is not convinced. But I pray the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. wrecks you so much with his love that it's undeniable and that you could you would never be the same that you would never question his motives or his or his plan for your life again because everything he's thinking of everything he's doing and everything he's speaking has you in mind to the deepest part of his heart and i want to say this to you that maybe if you don't know it from him that you are hearing it from me that this is him saying this you can believe me in this. You can trust me in this. He is there and he is speaking and you can run and hide all you want to. And you can stay angry. You can stay in bitterness. You can stay in unforgiveness. You can, you can be in rage and fear and panic and anxiety and unbelief and all the things that you want to do or wherever you're at right now. You can stay there, but I want to tell you something. He's still coming after you. He's still coming after you. You can hide in that cave as long as you want, baby girl. You can hide in that cave, son. But I want you to know that you have a father that when you made covenant with him and you believed in Jesus, gave him permission to come be part of your life. And he is coming after you. You cannot stop him. You will never stop him. I know this about his heart. He will come after you. If you need scripture for that, I'll tell you. Those that did not seek for me found me. It says he was found of those that did not seek for him. He allows people that even aren't seeking for him to still find him. Mm. This is the kind of God that created us. You have somebody after your heart that is never going to give up and never going to stop. And that should make you ruined for life. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people hey, resonating with this yeah. message. Guys, I just got to say this whole week is going to be really good. Okay. Amen. I'm privy to information that you are not. So <laughs> this whole week is going to be really good. And it's about this Amen. topic. Um, a lot of wow. it is going to be about this topic. It's kind of cool how it kind of all, all, uh, and even if That's it's not directly amazing. this, it's all interconnected. Uh, so, wow. Yeah. Come on. I love but that. I'm God really is faithful. God is absolutely faithful. And I, I understand you guys, I understand being frustrated to the point where you're like, what's it even mean anymore? I get it. Yeah. I get it. You guys, I've been there. But God is always faithful and God always fulfills his word. And it's important to lay aside our definition of what that means and allow ourselves to just be in relationship with him and just commune with him. Um, Amen. I like to think of it like gold coins. If we saw gold coins on the ground and they're like in a trail, 
you'd pick them up, right? And you're like, yes. oh, oh, another one, oh, another one, oh, another one, oh, another one. And then all, and all these experiences, we get so wrapped up on what does it all mean? I'm just going like, that was awesome. That experience was awesome. I don't know how this is going to fit in with whatever, but God, what you spoke there was awesome. That prophetic word, awesome. That dream, awesome. And then all of a sudden he's like, look up and you're like, this is definitely not where I started. This is, I, I never would have known how to get to this place that I'm at, you know? Um, and that's part of the fun. If we can shift our focus, that's part of the fun is the mystery, you know? God's asking, do you trust me? Amen. Yeah. So good. The mystery of his ways. I mean, he talks about the mystery of who, uh, who he is, the mystery of Christ. Yeah. So good. So yeah. good. I'm refreshed today, guys. I mean, this is great. Good for me. It was a great Monday. It was a, you know. Yeah. Monday Mondays can be a great day. Yeah. Mondays aren't always refreshing, <laughs> but it, today they are. Amen. Oh yeah. my goodness. Well, Amen. Um, I've read all your comments, guys. I love you. And I'm yeah. going to go back and read them as well. Yeah. Yeah. And even if some of you guys like, I would even encourage you, like you can even rewind this and you can like sit in that place again. Maybe you, if you just felt like you didn't quite, there was something else that you were like, Oh, I was too distracted with this thing. The bottom line is God wants to connect with you. So Yeah. Jennifer is glowing in the Holy Spirit. I would agree. Yes. If she's I beat really, red, that's a hallmark of fire. The Holy Ghost. Yeah. Is, yeah. Um, somebody put a comment, Jeff, earlier that they had a dream with me, but my, with me in it, but my hair was a mane, like a lion. So I thought that was fun. Oh, Will you cool. please send me the, if you're still on here, I think it was somebody heals. Mary Hills was her name. I think if you're still on here, email us that, or I can go reply to their comment or something, but I want the copy of that dream. I want, because I listen to dreams, we're talking about it. And like, I want all the details. Tell me, is it, was there colors? Tell me like, was the sky shining? I need to know all yeah, the things. Give her the details. Yes, because every piece matters. Mary, yes, you're still on here. Please email it to us. Just click yeah. on the website and just email me that dream and my team will get forward it to me. Yeah. Don, so, yeah, you. go back and listen. That go back amazing. and listen to it. I saw that you said that was, that was you distracted. There you go. And I just, yeah, I saw your comment earlier and God loves you and he wants to connect with you and he has been speaking to you. Um, You haven't ruined anything. So, um, hey, you mentioned uh, the Dark Horse book. So we have a link. Yeah. So we have a link to the Dark Horse, Awaken the Dark Dark Horse Youth. Coming book, out of the ocean. It, it's, yeah, it's look who wrote the foreword. Look. James Gall. That's what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh there's a link to the Elijah Shopper, and it's the ebook, and we have both the that book, the D- Awaken the Dark Horse Prophet and the Dark Horse Youth. However, if you are a hard copy kind of person, you can go to contagiouslove.org under the shop there. They'll take you right to the books, and right. you can. And there's two them. books. Yeah, the youth and the re- the youth is not a youth version of the Dark Horse book, so it's a completely different book. I have to always clarify that, right? Because a lot of people think it's written for the youth, but they can absolutely read it because it yeah. will encourage them. 
but it's written to our generation of how we can best support, pray, and run alongside the youth and raise them up. Boom. Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, obviously links to your social media are in the, uh, you're always posting new stuff. Yes. New adventures. Or go to the website for everything, either or. And that, yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. So Jen, thank you. This Yay. was fantastic. Such a thank great you, start Jesus. to the week. Yes. So good. Thank you guys too. It's always yeah. an honor. Love you guys and yeah. Elijah Fire and all that you're doing. You're changing lives. Mm. Amen, amen, amen. Yeah. I was excited all, all weekend for this episode. So um, thank you. Also, everybody, we've got a great show. It's it's titled Stuck. I use air quotations. Stuck in a season of waiting. I was talking with the guests are Abby Duplaga and Shannon Dombrowski. Um, I was talking with them over the weekend. And we were just talking about transition and kind of like what we're talking about right now, about waiting and listening and trying to hear the God. So it's actually a continuation of this whole conversation we had with Jen today. So it's going to be really great. You guys are going to be super encouraged. I was, I mean, this episode, tomorrow's episode, Wednesdays, Thursdays, all very exciting. Super excited. So um, tune in tomorrow, 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Also, elijahstreams.com slash donate is how you guys donate. That keeps this whole thing afloat at five days yeah. a week. Um, thank you guys for your donations. All that stuff. You guys are amazing. Uh, we love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. It's going to be with Abby Duplaga and Shannon Dombrowski. It's going to be awesome about waiting on the Lord, seeking him and the waiting, all that good stuff. We love you guys. It's going to be at 2 p.m. Okay. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.